Welcome back to episode six of the Baseball Plug. I'm your host, Micah Fleischman. Alongside me is my co-host and good friend, Nicholas Bear. Nick, how's it going? I'm doing well today, Micah. How are you doing today? Doing well. The Nets without Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant beat an overrated Sixers team yesterday, so everything is good in my household. Today, we're joined by popular sports content creator, Talking Jake Storiality. Jake, welcome to the show. What's going on, boys? Excited to join you. Excited to talk sports. I see the Yankees flag behind you. You got the jersey on sometime. I just hopped on uh, some kid's podcast, and he had an Orioles blanket, and I was like, what's going on here? So it's good to be with you guys. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to yuck it up, man. We're very excited to have you on. So before we get into the questions, Tell our audience, the very few people that don't know who you are, tell them who you are, what you do. Tell us about Jake. So, yeah, man, I'm, uh, I am Jake, uh, Jake Storiali. You killed the last name on the way in. Um, and yeah, man, I guess I'm, uh, I'm a content creator. I'm, I'm the number two at John Boy Media. We, uh, you know, if, if people, people don't know, don't know, um, you know, the John Boy guy on the internet, me and him go back to high school and we, uh, he actually moved away. We met freshman year and then, uh, his family moved back to town. He, uh, he actually went to a college near me and we were like, Hey, should we meet up and hang out or whatever? Uh, I went to his college. He transferred to Uhart. Didn't know anybody there. I went, I visited him for a weekend and me and him just drank beers and, looked at everybody else partying on campus and we're like, Hey, we don't, we don't really know these people. I was like, you should come to my college. Cause I I've got some friends there. Uh, he came the next weekend, uh, had a blast linked up with my friend group. He transferred about, you know, a month later. And then, uh, we started getting silly and having a blast through college, uh, stayed best buds for a while. And then, uh, he hit me up one day and said, Hey, let's do a Yankees podcast. And I said, all right, I don't know what a podcast is, but I know what the Yankees are. And then, uh, started once a week, went to twice a week, went to three times a week, went to what are we doing? And then, uh, yeah, man, things kind of got crazy. We, uh, we started doing as much content as we could kill them with content. And now, uh, we're huge in baseball. We're, we're getting bigger in some silly content stuff, which we like. And, yeah, man, it's it's been awesome. We got a company now with like 10, 15 people, and it's 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 been a lot of fun. A lot of hard work, but a lot of fun. So you're living the dream, basically. A little bit, man. A little bit, man. There's, you definitely got to take a step back some days and be like, this is nuts. Right. Yeah, I mean, like, what's the most impressive thing that you've seen – in the baseball world, because you're close to a lot of people, you know. I've heard that you've had Marty Lee Rivera on your show. You've talked with a bunch of Yankees like Garrett Cole. What is the most interesting thing that you've either learned, observed, or seen? Ooh, man, that's a tough one. It's, uh, I mean, it, it's almost you have to cut it two ways because I feel like it's, it's meeting, you know, like the first big one for us is Michael Kay, like – you know, my, Michael K was, you know, he's the, the voice in the background of your house growing up. If you're a Yankees fan, I mean, for 162 games a year, you hear that dude on from, for me, middle school till now. 
And uh, when he originally did an interview with us, you know, that was, that was insane. We were so nervous, so scared. It was like the first time we could tell our parents what we were doing and they had any idea what was going on. Like, yeah, we're talking to Michael K. Uh, so, so that was, that was awesome. And he's an awesome dude, which, which made it a lot easier. And then, I mean, you know, it's, it's, like we interviewed Bob Costas the other day for our winter meetings thing. And that was insane, man. And it was, I think, I think we said this afterwards, but he actually was upside down on our screen. Like, I think sometimes when people come in on an iPad, it, it accidentally flips them over. So we're at the end of an eight hour day. Yep. We're at the end of an eight hour day. Uh, and Bob Costas is upside down. And like, you've got the voice in your ears and you're just like, this is nuts, man. So, uh, that, that was crazy. And then dude, sometimes you just get lost in it. Like we, you know, it's work. So we, we do work hard and, you know, we get to do a lot of cool stuff, but it's almost after the fact you take a step back and you're like, Oh shoot. Like we just, we just talked to Jack Flaherty. We just talked to Yelich. Like, you know, it, you're, when you're in it and you're working, you're like, okay, let's do a good job. Let's have fun. Let's make good content that you almost forget to take a step back and be like, wow, like Christian Yelich just said, I'm an idiot. And that's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you, you mentioned you have all these people on your show and I mean, Christian Yelich, Michael K, Bob Costas, whoever it may be, but like how, how did you reach this point? Like, I'm sure this, when you started this, there, you can't tell me this is what you expected. I mean, like, how, how did you get to this point? So we originally, like, I, no joke, Jimmy reached out. He's like, yeah, people want me to do a podcast. He had just kind of gotten into Yankees Twitter. He's making gifts and some videos. Um, he tried writing and he hated it. So he's like, yeah, people want me to do a podcast. I did four of them. Um, and I'm just talking to myself and it's weird and I don't like it. So he's like, so, you know, I need once a week, come talk to me about the Yankees. So honestly, I was at a point in life where I like, I don't know, I'm, I'm kind of an idiot. I'm an educated idiot. I don't know the phrase for it, but you know, I, I want to do good stuff. Like if, if something's out there, if I could eat a little healthier, if I could, you know, do, do something that's good for that, I'll look back in 50 years and be like, that was cool. So I was like, you know what? if I talk to my buddy once a week about the Yankees, that's, that's pretty cool. You know, we'll look back at that and, and say, that'll be cool. Um, once it started gaining some momentum, it was like, okay, we got something here. Um, you know, maybe it's just going to be a kooky side business or, or whatever. Like the biggest of big dreams we could put together was we wanted a show on the yes network uh, that we would call the spring training house. And every spring training, we'd get a house in Tampa and guys would come through and we'd, you know, play video games with them and we'd, you know, play yard games or we'd, you know, interview them. Uh, and that was like our, you know, 10 years, maybe we'll get to something like that. Uh, and then, you know, kind of the internet and hard work and other, other stuff took over. So we, uh, you know, it's, it's definitely gotten to a really cool point. I mean, we, uh, you know, John boy is the legs, John boy is the engine. He's, uh, he, he's crazy. You know, he, he dedicated his life to it and you know, we still are, but I mean, he, he was 24 seven for a while, which he's, he's taken a step back. Now he's, 
probably 23 hours a day, six days a week. So uh, we're, we're getting them a little bit, but it's uh it was a lot of hard work and a lot of, uh, you know, the big moments that you guys probably saw. I mean, the Boone ejection, uh, you know, Brett Gardy hitting the ceiling, uh, the Astros thing. Danny a lot Farquhar. Of, Farquhar. I mean, a lot of it was positioning ourselves so that when those things happened, that we were the people you found, you know, like uh, think about it this way. If someone with a hundred followers did the let Brett bang video, you know, some people would have saw it and it probably would have went around and gotten a couple likes or whatever, but because, you know, Jimmy had laid the groundwork for himself that once he did that, I mean, it blew up. So, uh, you know, <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're not business geniuses by any means, uh, you know, we, we've had to ask people for help along the way and, and, you know, you make mistakes, but you know, a lot of hard work and a lot of, uh, I don't know, a, a little bit of luck too. I think luck and hard work plays a factor into almost everything in life. Would you say? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Big time. So when did you realize, Hey, you know, this, this can be my job. Was that, was it, you know, someone came up to you on the street or someone tweeted at you or when did you realize this is my job? I can just do this. I can do what I want to do. Yeah. I, I know in, in general, the first time that like any sort of light bulb went off is we did, we, we did a Jersey promotion that we, we had talked to a Jersey company and we said like, Hey, if we sell X amount of jerseys, you guys will send us to spring training. Um, and we hit that number. So then it was kind of like, okay, like if, if we can do that, what else can we do? Um, so, you know, again, for me, I, I had been, I don't want to say doing well. I was doing pretty well. I was in an in industry, electrical supplies and distribution. Let's go. Lights, wires, pipes, fittings. Um, and I, you know, I, I worked hard and I was friendly when, when I had to. So I had, I had gotten a few promotions. I was doing well. I had moved with the same company from Connecticut to Dallas to Denver. Uh, so for me, you know, I, I was at a point where I was pretty comfortable, a girl and a dog and making okay money that I was like, you know what, maybe this will just be my quirky side thing. And if there's a little extra quiche or whatever, um, and then from there, you know, Jimmy wanted to go full time with it and, you know, not making a lot of money at all. Um, but, you know, he had been doing some video editing and kind of looking for, for something to sink his teeth into um, to the point that it was going. And I was like, you know what, I, I think I can do this, too. Um, I just didn't know if it was a year away. I didn't know if it was three years away. Uh, and then my company actually let me go. So I was kind of like, okay, damn, um, not excited, but whatever. Um, Blessing in disguise. Yeah. I mean, we, we merged two companies and, you know, there's kind of two of us at the same level. They picked the other one and that's how it goes. Um, so I, uh, you know, I got some unemployment and I was like, this ain't too bad. Um, and then I was like, all right, you know what? I think we're about a year away from me being able to really join and kind of live the life I want to, to live. Um, and so I applied for jobs that summer and dude, I was just sending these pathetic like application letters. The, the one I always tell is I applied to cliff bar 
they they were out of Denver. I really like Cliff Bars. I was like, sure, I'll do some marketing for them for a year, two years, whatever. Um, Cliff Bar is spelled with one F. Uh, throughout the application, I spelled it with two Fs. So that was kind of, for me, that was almost a wake-up moment. Like, dude, if you really don't care enough that, like, this is one of the jobs you're applying to and you're caring about the talking yank stuff every day and putting time into that, like, figure it out. So I uh, I talked to Jimmy and it's was like, what's the deal? Um, and basically we, <laughs> I think at the start, I think for the first three, four months, we were each getting $400 a month. Um, so I wasn't even covering my rent. Uh, on the side, I was actually charging uh, the scooters. If you've ever been to a city that's uh, yep. got those rideable scooters. Um, I was in Denver. So every morning and every night, I'd go up and I'd scoop four or five, charge them, bring them back out to the streets. And it was like five bucks a scooter. So it... uh. Yeah, man. It, it wasn't ideal. I mean, my girlfriend was definitely looking at me like, who's this loser I'm dating that's charging scooters and talking yanks. Uh, but honestly, her her half believing in the process and, and putting in the time, you know, it, it put us in the position that we were, we went for it. Uh, and again, timing and luck and, you know, also played a factor, but it was, it was taking the leap and it, uh, it's it's worked out up to this point. So you you talk about you weren't in an ideal situation, and it obviously seems like your life had to adapt a lot for you to be able to do this full time. But w- what challenges has the last about I'd say ten months really uh, brought to you as we've been in this pandemic? I'm sure you've had to change a bunch of things in your life with the podcast. Maybe you're not actually doing stuff in person anymore. So what challenges have you had to endure, and then? How hard is it to be uncomfortable, uh, being comfortable, being uncomfortable to make these changes? Yeah, man. So it, uh, so, you know, we, we have, we have some good stuff happen. We have like people invest in us. It was kind of insane. And then, uh, so, you know, the whole plan was we were going to get an office by the stadium. Um, and you know, we were starting to get some connections in baseball. So we were like, you know, the dream would be, we do our normal stuff, you know, we do some other content and then like, you know, say Higgy hits a two homer game the day before, like, Hey, come through to the office an hour before the game. We'll chat them up like blah, blah, blah. And we were starting to do the talking baseball stuff and leaving Yankee land. And I mean, we had a lot of people tell us, like, if you're on the road as a traveling ball player, like the hours leading up to the game, you're bored. Like you're, there's not enough time to do something. So we were like, you know what? Like if, if those guys came through the office before the game, we could do talking baseball stuff. We could do talking Yanks. So that was like the dream. And it finally happened. We get the office and then COVID hit. So for us, you know, I had moved from Denver to New York uh, March 1st. So it was literally right before it happened. And uh, honestly, it sucked and it sucked for everyone. And we're, you know, we're lucky to a degree. Like nobody's gotten really sick or or anything that we, uh, for us, we just had to readapt. Like we, we had been doing everything remote. Um, So, you know, for us, we just had to abandon the office for a little bit and it was a bummer and it, you know, took more time and obviously there wasn't baseball which we've kind of built the company around so you know there's a couple nights where it's me and Jimmy staring at each other like hey they better play games right because otherwise you know this is going to be 
a, a laugher of a story to tell about how we started the company. But once, once baseball showed up, we both dedicated and we're like, Hey, if this is all we're getting, we better squeeze every ounce out of it. Um, and we did, which, which was good. And, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens for this year, but we're, it would be really nice to get 162. Hell, it'd be nice to get a hundred compared yeah. to last year. Talk to me about Trevor Plouffe. I remember I got grounded, I think it was, and I, I came back and I listened to a podcast and Plouffe, he's there. See what I did there? That, that was good, right? Yes. No. So talk to me about the relationship with Trevor Plouffe and, 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 you know, he's on a lot. He was on when you guys were talking about Lindor. Talk to me about Trevor. So we got linked up with Trevor. Um, we went out to LA. We were doing an event out there, I think with Easton. They had a bunch of, like, they had the Barstool guys. Yeah. They had Fuzzy. They had a bunch of influencers out there. Um, so we were out there, and Trevor Plouffe had reached out to Jimmy, and I guess they talked a little bit during some of the Astro stuff. And he was like, oh, I'd love to grab a beer with you guys. And we were like, you know, we had just gotten there. We had a busy week planned, and we were like, you know what? ah should we call it we're like you know what like let's let's live it up like this former twin scrub reached out to us let's go grab a beer with him so we we go out we we grab a beer with trevor ploof and he uh you know he was like yeah i'm doing some content i like what you guys are doing i you know i'd love to get involved and he was kind of the first player to say that to us so we were kind of doing this weird thing of like okay like what's that really mean do we like, is he even a fit with, with us? Like, what do we want to do? And so I think we had him on as a guest um, and we were busting balls and being silly and he was good. And then I think a couple weeks later we did an event, we were back in California and he's buddies with Jack Flaherty. Um, so we were like, you know, and the event was awesome. We had 200 people come out. We're coming up on a year as last year's national championship game in in Santa Monica, California, 200 baseball fans came to an event to hear us talk baseball with Jack Flaherty, which was like unreal. So, uh, you know, we were like, Hey, you know, for the talking baseball podcast, would it be cool to add Trevor? Like he's, you know, he's got some street credit. He played, um, he's really well connected in the game. Um, but at the same time, we were a little nervous. We're like, you know, this is kind of the first person, this is the first player we've fully, like, grown a relationship with. Are we just, you know, are we non-athletic people meeting an athletic person and getting excited? Um, but we we gave it a chance, and honestly, it's been awesome. He, uh, you know, he he gets our sense of humor. He's, uh, you know, lives a little bit of a different life, made some coin playing baseball. You can find that on Baseball Reference. Um but man, he's he's a legit dude. He comes from humble backgrounds. His his dad was a pool guy. His dad cleaned pools. Like he's he he comes from humble backgrounds and he had all of these ideas for content when he was playing baseball and he reached out to MLB and they just like shot him down. So when he saw what we were doing, it, you know, he was kind of stoked and honestly it's it's been awesome. We uh we want to do more with him. He's, he's a good, he's, he's a great dude and he's been a awesome fit. So obviously these connections that you said you've made with these people, Trevor Plouffe, you've talked with other people on your show before. That's not something an average person would be able to get, but like how important is it to have these connections outside of just you and like your family or 
your bubble, whatever you want to call it, how important is it to have those connections to get yourself out there and make people, make yourself known, make people want to listen to you? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think it's, it's a combination of things because, you know, we, we were already set in a course in Yankees world that we could kind of, we could kind of do some stuff. We could link up with, um, you know, some of the ex players or some of the, you don't want to say lower level players, but like, you know, we, we still can't get judged. Like nobody can get judged, but like, you know, the Higgies, Tyler Wade's, you know, Chad, Chad Green's been cool with us. We haven't actually fully had him on yet, but, um, you, you know, on, didn't you have Cole on? No, we didn't have Garrett. I, I wish if you, if you get him, let, let me know. I will. Um, but <laughs> no, we, you know, we we kind of hit a point where it's, you know, in Yankees land, do we want to hang out here and do our thing and hope to link up with yes, blah, blah, blah. Or, you know, do we want to make this a business and a company and maybe leave the Yankees or maybe even leave baseball one day? And, and we did that. And to do that, we did need help. I mean, we needed like business help and uh, ideas and money and, and, and different stuff like that. So we had, you know, I mean, mostly Jimmy had hit a point of internet fame where it was, you know, people, people know, and people saw, and people saw there was something there. And I, I think the biggest thing we have that a lot of companies are, yeah, I guess you could say companies at this point is like, we had such a strong community. Like our people are with us. Like, um, you know, I, there's a lot of names I see on Twitter that I was like, you know, they were, they were with us day one. They were with me when I had 700 followers and, you know, just tweeting out fart jokes and whatever. So, um, I, I mean, from there, it, and then there was a point where things took off, but you know, we, we had to make that decision where it's like, are we just going to be Yankees and be like a lifestyle company and chill and, you know, Hey, maybe, maybe we'll get an hour on WFAN one day, or do we want to, you know, kind of swing big and, and we have as of now. But if, if WFAN still wants that hour, well, let us know. Yeah, I'm, I would take the hour. Walk <laughs> me through a day in the life of Jake. Um, all right. So I wake up, I do a thousand push-ups. Yeah, definitely. Um, no, man, it's, uh, it's, there's kind of two different Jakes. There's in-season Jake and there's out-of-season Jake. We, uh, we, we've been calling it baseball season and business season. Like we've, we've been busy this off season and we still do content. Um, but you know, we, as, as we've grown the business, like we've, you know, we're looking to hire editors and we're looking, you know, doing strategic stuff and blah, blah, blah. Um, and we also try to take it a little easier on our stuff. So we've, you know, we try to do like half day Fridays cause we know once, once the season comes, those won't exist. Um, you know, during the season this year, I mean, we went, we went nuts. Um, I mean, once we found out we had 60 games, um, we were like, we're going to do every ounce of it. So, I mean, you know, during a normal day, let's say it was a Monday last year, we'd come in, um, do talking baseball. And that'd be about an hour and a half recap the weekend's games. Uh, from there, I forget if we were still doing JJR. I don't think we were at the time. Um, but then we do an episode of talking Yanks. Um, oh, we would do, we would do the pregame show. So we would preview all of MLB's games. Then we would, pre we would do a Yankees pregame show or preview the Yankees game. Um, and then we do an episode of talking Yanks on Mondays. I think that was voicemails. We'll see if that changes. Um, 
And then, you know, I'd, I'd say that would probably bring us to six o'clock, go home and watch the Yankees game and, and work it. I mean, you know, I, I'll say Jimmy is, is crazier with that than me, but at the same time, you know, if we're both just cranking out gifts and different things, I mean, we start stepping on each other. So that's, that's kind of his game. I, I mean, I like to relax a little bit and put some commentary in. So, you know, I'm not going to say the Yankees game is work because there's so many fans out there that watch as many Yankee games as we do and are tweeting online and doing all of that. But, you know, it's, uh, other Yankee fans also have the option if it's if it's eight to one and they've had a bad day they could go to bed or change the channel like we we don't have that so um, you know it's it's a busy day and you know it's a lot of it's baseball so I don't complain but hey man that 162 is a grind I mean you know two years ago those West Coast games we all turned into zombies so uh, it's 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 a lot but it's all obviously worth it. You talk about this process being a grind. I mean, going through a 162 game season is, is very tough, even for people like you. I can't imagine how tough it is for the players then. But what's, what's the easiest part of what you do? What's the hardest part of what you do? And what do you enjoy most about what you do? Mm. Well, uh, I mean, to a degree, it depends on the day. I mean, I, I think for me and Jimmy, um, Talking Yanks is always, I don't want to say the easiest, but we've done so many episodes. I mean, we're on episode 500 something. Um, so, uh, but at the same time right now, it's the toughest because there's not really news. I mean, you can only say, you know, oh, I hope Gary Sanchez figures it out so many times, or I hope they re-sign LeMahieu. Like, um, but I, I mean, during a Yankee season, because we watch every game and we're locked in and we're so tuned in, you know, you could blindfold us, spin us around, and we would be able to do our segments and the show. And it's like anything. Practice makes perfect. We've, we've done the most of those. Um, at, at the same time, I think what gets us most excited now is, like, <laughs> when something good happens for baseball. Like, we, we had some Yankee fans mad at us the other day because we were excited about the Lindor trade. I mean, don't get me wrong. It sucks he's not on the Yankees. I, I, take that dude on any team. Uh, but it's good for baseball. I mean, it's a giant trade. Lindor goes to the Mets, blah, blah, blah. So, like, the fact – we were actually recording live when that happened, so that made it even cooler. And, like, the fact that there's there are people out there that, you know, I, I was a sports junkie growing up, ESPN, all of it. I mean, even as I got older, like, I'm a big Ryan Rossillo guy. Like, you know, I, if something big happened in the NBA, like, I would be Jones in to hear Ryan Rossillo's opinion. Now, I love that there's people out there that, you know, think the same thing with us in baseball. So I'd say that's probably the most exciting. The part that sucks the most is, I don't know, I don't don't like phone calls or emails. How about that? That that, that works. That, I I agree. Phone calls and emails are, are not the best. So again, Jake, we wanted to thank you for coming on today. Where can our listeners find you on social media? It's uh, Talking Jake on everything, Twitter, the gram. I'm on the talk. I don't have it figured out yet. Um, seems like there's a lot hotter girls dancing than me, but I'm just going to keep putting my best foot forward. Um, and, yeah, man, I mean, we're everywhere. I, what I would tell people is, like, go go check out the John Boy Media YouTube at this point and our side channels. Like, there is something for everyone. 
at this point. Um, you know, we do the watch and baggage show that is just ridiculous. And it, like, uh, we've got a lot of couples now that watch that show. They're like, this is our Friday night date night. And we're like, this is kind of weird, but okay. Um, so I, I mean, go check it out. We put a ton of silly stuff out there. If you're looking for a wormhole, uh, we're, we got it. Again, you guys can follow Jake on talking Jake everywhere. Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. He mentioned you can follow me on Instagram at NV Micah. That is at E N V Y M I C A H or on Twitter at Micah underscore zero four one six. That is at M I C A H underscore zero four one six. And again, you can follow me on Twitter at Nicholas bear seven. That's N I C H O L A S B A E R. And the number seven and on Instagram at Nicholas golfer. That's N I C H O L A S G O L F E R. Jake, thanks for coming on. Thank you guys for tuning in. Peace out.